welcome back to this episode of Spill the Tea, where we boil down history to quench your thirst for knowledge. Today, we have an exclusive interview with our hosts, Maddie and Jackson, featuring James Montgomery Flagg, an artist who had a significant impact during World War I with his many influential propaganda posters. Hi, everyone. My name is Maddie, and this is... Jackson. And today we will be talking with Mr. James Montgomery Flagg. Before we start with the question specifically about his posters, let's get to know him. How are you feeling today, Mr. Montgomery? I must say I'm feeling pretty good. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. If you don't mind me asking, where did you sell your first piece of art? Well, I actually sold my first piece when I was just 12 years old. Wow, that's incredible. How did you end up making posters during World War One? Well, I've actually made many posters in my lifetime, especially during World War One and World War Two, And these posters were mostly propaganda for the military to help with recruitment. How interesting. With that being said, let's take a look at some of your posters. Okay, so first off, we want to look at your poster, Sowing the Seeds of Victory. Oh, yeah, I remember painting that. It was published in 1918, I think. Your style is very prominent. I especially like your usage of perspective as the woman in the photo appears to be walking right towards us, the viewers. Yeah, I did that so the viewer would feel more connected to the poster and hopefully would resonate with them more. I chose to paint a woman here because the piece was more directed towards women who were staying home during the war efforts. This was also an example of the bandwagon effect as women who would see this poster would assume that the other women around them were also promoting similar causes to help with the war. This is due to most women requiring a marriage at the time. Therefore, they would want to join as well to support their husbands. And this poster also helped create a role for women in the war efforts and gave them a responsibility. Wow, what a smart way to direct this at your intended audience. We also see this with how the woman is dressed, don't we, Jackson? Yes, the woman's attire is extremely important as it shows patriotism and furthers the idea throughout the piece. This is a great example of transfer. As you are bringing the iconic symbolism of the American flag and associating it with the woman in the poster, furthering the idea that this is something that is patriotic and truly embodies the American spirit. Mr. Montgomery, could you elaborate further what this poster was intended for? Yes. Well, as previously stated, this was more directed towards women who were at home. And the role that was created for them was to like plant gardens that would help feed our troops that were hard at work, which simultaneously helped take some pressure off of the government in terms of the cost of the war. Digging a little deeper, we can take a look at the text on the poster. Right away at the top of the poster, we see the command, sow the seeds of victory. The word victory is capitalized, although it is the last word in the sentence. Why did you choose to capitalize this word? Capitalizing the word victory does one very important thing, and that's that it makes it stand out against the rest of the sentence, which leaves the lingering idea of victory and patriotism in the person who read it. Awesome. Turning our attention back to the woman, she is depicted with a stern expression, head lifted, moving forwards. Her expression is used to convey the message that everything is all right and not to worry during the time of stress, and instead draws attention back to the war efforts, depicting her actions as a noble, necessary cause. As this takes attention away from the more violent aspects of the war, one could say this is an example of glittering generality. Well, it was great to be on here, but I must head off to go paint another poster. Thank you so much for having me on.
It was our pleasure, Mr. Montgomery. Thank you for coming. Um, at this time, let's take a quick break uh, to get a word from our sponsors. Boys and girls, have you been thinking of more ways for you to help your community? Well, look no further, because here at the National War Stamps Foundation, we believe in doing more to help our communities raise awareness of the importance of our troops. By purchasing a stamp from our company, we single-handedly provide troops a better experience as they risk their lives for us every day. When you give back and support our troops by buying a stamp, we offer a considerable amount of help to our brave soldiers in order to make their struggles more bearable. And remember, each extra donation is another dollar in our Freedom Fund designed to sponsor more supplies to our troops overseas. So please save your extra change for us. Help speed up the process of war. Buy a stamp today. Welcome back to Spill the Tea from our brief intermission. We will now be taking a look at another one of Mr. Flagg's pieces titled The Navy Needs You. Jackson, what do you think of this piece? Okay, so the first thing I noticed has to be the outfits of both of the two men. We can clearly see that the Navy man's uniform and the common man's suit are much different. Most noticeably is the difference in color where the Navy uniform is completely white, whereas the suit is mostly black. This is important as the color white often symbolizes purity or innocence and therefore someone looking at this may aspire to be more like the man wearing the navy uniform. That's quite an interesting insight, Jackson. I also noticed that the angel on the poster, wearing very patriotic clothing, is placed over the head of the man in the navy. Her attire would symbolize that joining the war and supporting your country is something that is admired, admired and her positioning above the man in the navy represents that she supports him, therefore America supports him. After all, it was very important to show your patriotism during a wartime period such as World War I. Speaking of positioning, the angel's arms are raised in a V-like position, which has always been viewed as a victorious pose. Meanwhile, the Navy man has one arm raised in air, with the other arm resting on the shoulder of the man in the dark suit. It is almost like the Navy man is saying that America's victory cannot be completed without the help of the man in the dark suit, who represents the common man. Also, I was just thinking that the angel looks very familiar. Maddie, do you recognize her from somewhere? Yes, actually I do. She is actually a reoccurring character in some of Mr. Flagg's propaganda posters, such as the one we discussed earlier in this episode. By using the same character over and over again, repeatedly, famili familiarity with the character is tied to the concept in each poster, making the audience feel more comfortable with what's being asked of them. It's quite a clever tactic, isn't it, Jackson? 100%. Another clever tactic that Mr. Flagg used in this poster is the way he writes the words on the poster. By capitalizing every letter and using an exclamation exclamation point at the end of each statement, a sense of urgency can be felt by the audience as they read the poster. Also, he prints the words Navy, read, and make it 
in a bigger and more bold font than the other words in order to emphasize their message and keep the reader focused on the most important parts of the text. Now that you mentioned the text, I realized that Mr. Flagg probably intended the words to be what the Navy man is saying to the man in the suit, so as to encourage him to put down the newspaper and serve his country. It is important to note that the news can often be biased and inaccurate in reporting stories. So the Navy man wants the man in the suit to be able to experience war for himself, rather than being fed ideas by the media. Going back to the graphological features of the poster, the colors in the background actually carry a message of their own. Well, the color of the sky behind the man in the suit is very dark and smoky, while the color of the sky behind the Navy man is much clearer and has a lot more light. This once again plays into the idea that the Navy man is pure and innocent, while the man in the suit is guilty and doubtful of his position, as he wants to be as brave and patriotic as his Navy counterpart. Did you notice anything else interesting about the graphological features of the poster, Maddie? Yes, I did. Although what I found was a bit obscure, I noticed the brush strokes seemed to be moving from the bottom to the top of the poster, leading to a wispy, smoky appearance. I believe that these strokes represent a fire burning, which acts as a warning to anyone reading the poster who has not enlisted in the military. The warning says, if you don't help your country win with this war, America may go up in flames while you sheltered yourself in safety reading a newspaper. This could be intentional, but we won't know for sure without asking Mr. Flagg himself. It's too bad he isn't here to give us his input. Well, he is a very busy man. And with that, I think we have analyzed everything about this poster that we possibly could have. It takes someone with quite a brilliant mind to put together a poster with that much hidden meaning and detail. That's for sure. Anyways, thanks for tuning into this episode of Spill the Tea. See you next week. These are your hosts, Maddie and Jackson, signing off. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spill the Tea. If you are still thirsty, please check out our other episodes where we explore other topics such as the American Revolution, which was last week's episode. Please feel free to check out our Instagram at Spill the Tea Podcast. And as always, this episode's special classroom shout out goes to Miss Stenchfield's class at Newbury Park High School. Thank you so much for listening, and remember to always drink your tea while it's hot. Bye!